listeners, it's Claudia. I am your host for the Mediterranean for Kids podcast. We are introducing how to introduce a Mediterranean palette to our babies, toddlers, children, teenagers, whatever you got. And we love them all. We want a healthier America for the future. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about the staples and the absolute staples of a Mediterranean diet or a Mediterranean kitchen. So it's kind of like, what do you need to stock in your cupboards for you and your home to emulate a very typical Mediterranean kitchen. And let me just tell you guys, it's not at all common sense. It really took me about a decade living on the island of Aphrodite. I lived in Cyprus for almost 10 years with my husband and raised my kids out there. So I kind of know the ins and outs of how to do it. And I teach you guys this. And this is straight up what women do and men do in the Mediterranean. Okay. The very first thing, and it is common sense, I promise you it is, but you need a very good olive oil. Olive oil is always in your home. It is your first form of fat that you're giving to babies when they have a little belly ache or they're not pooing. Uh huh. They give them a little bit of uh, olive oil on their fingers and have them suck on it. It sounds crazy, but it's totally true. So what kind of olive oil? It gets so confusing, and I promise you, on my website, Live Like a Goddess, I've got a lot of information on olive oil. Go and take a look at that. What do you want? Do you want a virgin? Do you want an extra virgin? Do you want a cold press? Do you not? All right, make it very simple for you. We always have two different types of olive oils in our cupboard. The cold press extra virgin olive oil is the good stuff. That is the jam, and I will share with you guys how olive oil is actually pressed, with another podcast with people that press their own olive oils on the island. We bring manufacturers, and I'm going to have some of them on the air for us. But what you want in your cupboards is a cold-pressed extra virgin olive oil. That is not used for cooking. That is used as our salad dressing. It is to top our salads off. It's to top our veggies off. We do not marinate with this stuff. We don't marinate with it. We do not cook and fry with it. This is the good stuff. So it has the, so you got to be careful that it doesn't have that high of a heat index. And then we've got the everyday extra virgin olive oil, not the cold press stuff. And I'll explain, as I said, in a future episode about how olive oil is actually produced. So you need two types of olive oils and I'm cheating because I'm calling it one staple. So that's the first one. Go get yourself some good olive oil, keep it in your cupboards, get two types really, one for your salads and one for cooking. The second thing that we goddesses always have in our kitchen, onions, totally true. We are always constantly sauteing an onion, and that is added. Raw onions and sauteed onions. Raw onions in our salads. Think of a tabbouleh that is going to have spring onions, and it's fresh, and it's, yes, it's going to make your mouth smell, but it's what's good for your heart. And then we are constantly cooking and sauteing an onion in all of our foods, whether we're marinating it with our meats, cooking onto with some onions and some beans, or we're going to be adding it to some chicken. Onions is how we flavor our food. The number three staple in a Mediterranean kitchen is going alongside of it, it's garlic alongside the onions, and it's the same thing. It has a very high, and, and so this is a this is a little trick. So how do you know when you've got a good garlic? Well, 
You actually don't want those cloves that are really tight and white. You want those cloves that have the little hairs on top. Those little white cloves means that they have been processed, they've been bleached, they're not the favorite ones. Go get those garlics that sometimes you find in a bag and even if they're little and they don't look as big and healthy, we, we don't want those. We want the strong little cloves that are kind of grayer shaped that has the little hairs on it sounds crazy, but they usually have the most pungent feel. And if you want real good health heart tips, fresh garlic is what we need. So we're going to have another podcast completely on how to use garlic, whether it's going to be fresh, it's grated, whether it's sauteed or roasted and other health implications, but that's for a future one. So number, so the number three staple for a Mediterranean diet or a Mediterranean kitchen for your cupboard is garlic. Number four, lemons. There is a lemon tree. If I could grow lemons wherever I go, I totally would. I did in the Mediterranean and it is awesome. We use lemons for everything. We squeeze it in our water and drink it first thing in the morning. We add it as a salad dressing. We don't buy the boxed or, or jarred stuff. We make our own salad dressing from, yeah, olive oil, lemon juice, and a tad of salt. And that's as far as it goes for a Greek olive oil salad dressing. So lemons, we marinate our chicken and our beef and everything with it. We add it to our skin. We add it to our elbows. You have no idea. Again, go to my website, find out the seven uses for, uh, uh, for lemons, and you'll be surprised. So we'll always have lemons in our cupboards. Number five, lentils and legumes. This sounds crazy, but you can kind of make a whole meal. If you don't know what to make for your family and you're kind of stuck, if you've always got some dried beans, some legumes, some lentils, you can quickly make a lentil salad. You can make a lentil soup. It is having those quick meals, okay? Because we're all very busy, even in the med. Everybody's working out there as well as we are here. So we'll take an onion, we'll saute it, we'll take some a handful of lentils, we'll throw it in, we'll saute it in some more olive oil that we've already got covered, add some water, add some salt. You've got a soup. I know it doesn't sound crazy delicious, but I promise you it gets this creamier consistency. These red lentils get a wonderful consistency. So we want lentils, legumes, think of dried beans. They're always in a Mediterranean cupboard. Okay, so that was number five. Number six, the sixth staple of a Mediterranean kitchen, tomatoes. Just like those lemons, we use tomatoes in everything. We cut them up and put them on a salad. And I know there is an ick factor out here in the West with tomatoes for some kids. I have not figured out why. They love their tomato sauce. They love their ketchup, but they hate their tomatoes. That is boggles me. So how do we get kids to eat more tomatoes? It's pretty simple. You just keep adding it to your food. And that's going to be my overall theme going over and over again. Kid doesn't like it. We keep reintroducing it. We keep it on all of our plates until they start to accept it. I remember the cutest story about my nephew, who is now 25, but when he was a kid, he hated, and he grew up in Texas, he hated tomatoes. He didn't want it on a sandwich. He didn't want it in a salad. His mom could not find anywhere to put it in. And then finally, finally something clicked when he was a teenager. He was in high school, and he said, you know what? Leave the tomatoes on the burger. I think they were grabbing a burger at McDonald's or wherever. And the mom, my sister, almost teared up. She was like, he's becoming such a big boy. But it's true. You just got to let it be reintroduced over and over. And finally, 
hopefully the kid will succumb. So tomatoes on everything. They are a high source of vitamin C, lycopene. They, if they're sweet and they're fresh and they're ripe, they taste delicious. Uh, so hopefully your kid will start enjoying the flavor of it. And yes, we crush it. We add it to tomato soups. We make our own pasta sauce, everything. So tomatoes. The number seven staple of a Mediterranean kitchen, something green. We always have parsley in our fridge, and that sounds random. Italian flat leaf parsley or a good spinach, we add this as our crisp flavor. I add spinach and I add parsley to my salads raw. I add it to my soups, even if it's a tomato soup. I add it to my pasta sauce. The kids are just used to seeing something green. It is never hidden. So get yourself used to kale, spinach, parsley, just something fresh. Cilantro is a huge fan of mine. I love that. Uh, and they, And it's part of their diet on a constant basis, they meaning my children's. All right, so that, my friends, is how you introduce a Mediterranean palate to our little ones. These are the seven staples of a Mediterranean kitchen. Number one, olive oil. And honestly, there's two types, but olive oil. Number two, onions. Number three, garlic. Number four, lemons. Number five, lentils and legumes. Number six, tomatoes. Number seven, something green. Think of parsley, cilantro, spinach, kale. These items, if you have them stocked in your fridge and in your pantry, you will never be hungry and you will be adopting an absolute accurate Mediterranean palate. This is Claudia. I got a roll. This is the Mediterranean for Kids podcast. I encourage you to please reach out to me. I'm at Claudia at livelikeagoddess.com. Go visit my website. Drop me a note. Let me know how I can help you, whether it's recipes or different ideas for our growing children. It is my goal with your help to raise a healthier version of Americans than we've had in the past. So, and that I certainly was growing up. All right. Have a wonderful day. See you guys next week. Talk to you later. Bye.